What is going on, everybody? And welcome to this special edition of South Burbs Hitman. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mandel, and I'm joined by my White Sox brother in arms, Vinny Parisi. Steven Zim Zimmerman couldn't be with us tonight, but we are live reacting to the home run derby. You just saw the final home run from Luis Robert to defeat Adley Rushman in the first round. And boy, Vin, Luis Robert put on a show and he didn't even use all his time. <clears throat> I saw a tweet that described it perfectly. Adley Rushman put on this like all-time great first round of a home run derby. I mean, he was incredible. It was his first yeah. ever home run derby. It's his second year in the league, first full year in the league, and he just goes out and has 27 home runs in the first round of the home run derby. And Luis Robert Jr. used five seconds of bonus time to beat it. Yeah, it's pretty darn impressive, Vin. And right now, we are in the, the next matchup, uh, Alonzo versus uh, Julio Rodriguez. And uh, it's safe to say <laughs> it's not even close on this one here. No, it's not close at all. So it looks like Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, home run derby and all-star game being held in Seattle. Um, he pretty much doubled up the total of Peter Alonzo, who has won the home run derby twice in his yeah. career. So it's not like it's some small victory there for Julio Rodriguez and Julio made it to the finals last year and lost to Juan Soto. So he's trying to, uh, you know, right the wrong from last year, this year, and Juan Soto's not in the home run derby this year. So we'll see what happens there, but man, what a first round that was. Yeah, it certainly was. And before we dive any deeper into this, Vin, I, I, I've got to play some highlights from our buddy Lou Bob because, I mean, it's just straight fire. I mean, first off, look at this bat. 
Can we talk about this bat? Yeah, so his bat started going viral earlier today around like 3 p.m. He put it on his Instagram, and people were like, holy crap. You know, a couple guys decorated their bats. A um, couple didn't, but Lou Bob's bat is just unbelievable. I, I couldn't imagine him not winning at least one matchup using that bat. They call him La Pantera. Uh, that means Panther. He yeah. puts a Panther on his bat, and it's wearing a chain like he likes to wear. It was just the most Luis Robert Jr. bat styling I've ever seen. So, you know, credit to him for bringing a little bit of creativity to the table there. I, I love stuff like this, you know. I'm I'm happy to see that it turned out good for him in terms of the actual product of the bat, but it also helped him hit 28 home runs, and he probably would have pushed 40 had he let the bonus time go completely through. You don't want to waste your energy, though. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I couldn't be happier to see Julio Rodriguez hit 41 in the first round because what are the odds that he can rep- – I mean, I'm sure I just jinxed everything by saying that out loud, but Vin, I mean, Luis only – only <laughs> only hit, what was it, 27, uh, and Julio hit 41. So immediately Luis has got a lot more left in the tank. I'm excited, man. Uh I don't know. This is like the World Series for White Sox fans this year because there's nothing else for us to root for. They're going to trade away half the team this week. Um, so might as well trade uh, uh, root on Lubob. Oh, Vinny, you're muted, my friend. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was muted because I'm clearly still dealing with some, you know, off the field issues with my nose. <laughs> um, nasal drip. Yeah, some post nasal drip. And I don't, nobody wants to hear that. But, um, yeah, Luis Robert Jr., that's kind of the benefit of going second is you know how many you need to hit in order to move on. Where Julio, he's going up against the former two-time home run derby champion. He's going first. He's trying to pound as many home runs as he can, knowing that Peter Alonso could just sure. go on a run and take him out if he doesn't put his full effort. Luis Robert Jr., he's got to have, you would think, just by natural human instinct, he has a little bit of energy left in the tank, a little bit more than Julio based on the effort that he, you know, had to put it in the first round. he pro- I, I, I think he would have had the most home runs in the first round had he gone the extra whole minute. Um, but he didn't need to, as we mentioned. And as far as this being our World Series, yeah. I mean, that's kind of exactly what it is. The White Sox are 38 and 54. They're the third worst team in the American League. They're the fifth worst team in Major League Baseball. And they have Luis Robert Jr. on their team, though. It kind of reminds me of what you see in Southern California and Anaheim with the Los Angeles Angels. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani have been the two best players in Major League Baseball for what? Yeah. Trout has been for about 10, but Shohei Otani's been for about three now. Is it right that he's been with them for six years, Otani, for six seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Six seasons. Yeah. My God. Uh, and, And I would say he's been the best player in baseball for the last three. Um, the first year he was rookie of the year, but we were still kind of iffy on he could, if he could do both. Then he had the Tommy John surgery, so he only bat in the 2020 season. And then 2021 is when he really started to like explode onto the scene. But yeah, um, yeah he's just a dog too. But the Angels have won zero playoff games with Otani and one playoff game with Trout. The White Sox have won two playoff games with Luis Robert Jr. So, I mean... Hopefully that doesn't become what's going on here. But you touched on the team trading a bunch of people this week. I'm fairly certain Louise Robert Jr. will not be one of them. Yeah, I would be stunned. Um, 
because the White Sox have welcomed Luis Robert to the, or I'm sorry, the world has welcomed Luis Robert to the national stage. And uh, based off that first round, it sounds like he's at least gotten an introductory phase to everybody out there. Everybody was tweeting all about Adley Rushman and how, like, oh, my gosh, what a first round. And that got silenced pretty, pretty quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. So, obviously, we have the game on right now, or the Home Run Derby on right now. Yep. Is there a city that only has one representative for them more than Seattle with Macklemore? I mean, if something's held in Chicago, there are like 10 different people that can represent Chicago. You know, they could have Fall Out Boy play a song. You could have Kanye West. Like, there are all sorts of different people that you can, like, have be, sure. like, the face of your city musically. I remember when the Seattle Kraken did their expansion draft. Macklemore was, like, in charge of the whole thing. And now here we're seeing his face all over the home run derby. I just find it to be hilarious. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that in the, in, the, in the opening. I was like, man. I'm like, I was trying to think about anyone else that was from Seattle. Uh, and the only person I could think of was Kurt Cobain, which obviously is not, not the, I'm pretty sure he's from Seattle. I don't think I made that up. Uh, I, I, he, I actually did not know that. Well, watch, watch me be wrong. I'm going to Google it now. No, that would make <laughs> sense. But now that makes me wonder if like Dave Grohl, like where he's from, obviously the drummer of Nirvana before Kurt Cobain's untimely death. I mean, I've from everything I've ever heard about Seattle, it's a wonderful place to visit. Yes, he does have a home in Seattle, and you can visit it. There you go. That's pretty cool, actually. And uh, sorry, I just have to <laughs> say this. Uh, Gian's World we just just replied to my tweet about this show, and she said he and they said it's the White Sox World Series, and I have to agree. We were just talking about that. Absolutely. That's true. We're getting it ready to go into the next round right now, Vin. Yep, absolutely. It should be uh, should be exciting. Now, what are your thoughts on Luis Robert Jr. facing Randy Orozarena, who had a pretty good first round? Yeah, I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I, I was sleeping on Orozarena heading into this, and that first round, he looked a little too comfortable for me. So very similar to the approach that Luis Robert had. Except I would say Luis had a little bit more of an effortless approach. Um, Arazarena's approach feel, felt that way until I saw Roberts, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So right now, Arazarena's getting started. He's smiling, but let's hope he's not smiling for long. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Arozarena is one of those players. <clears throat> he kind of, like, Ellie De La Cruz on the Cincinnati Reds, He's a little bit better at everything, at least I think so far. He's been at least a little bit more exciting at everything. But, like, I see Ellie De La Cruz when the playoffs come around, like, being extra good. Yeah. You know? Randy Arozarena, whenever the stage is biggest, that's when he seems to shine the brightest. If it's a yeah. big weekend series against the Yankees. You know, first place is on the line. Randy Arozarena shows up. You might remember in the World Series in 2020 when he had oh, that yeah. play where he, like, tripped around third base and he fell getting close to home. Like, here is here he is in the home run derby. Like, this guy steps up to the plate when when the going gets tough for most people. Oh, yeah. And live update on Arozarena. He's about two minutes in. He's got six. Is it seven? Uh, let's see. Is that going to be seven? Yeah, he's got eight home runs with two minutes in. 
I'm sorry, with two minutes left. So I highly recommend you turn on the home run derby simultaneously with us because we are going to be actively describing it yeah. as it goes along. But obvious for obvious reasons, we can't put it on the screen. But um, yeah, this is kind to, of a get me wrong. This is kind of, yeah, exactly. This is kind of an electric chair, if you will, watching the home it run is. derby. And I and I have to ask you, Vin, you you brought up um, LED La Cruz. And I got to ask you, there's been a lot of talk going on this week. And before I dive into that, uh, Rosarena just took a timeout, minute 30 left with 14 dingers. So um, we'll, we'll take a break from that for the timeout. But uh, uh, well, Ellie de la Cruz, sorry. So he, he declined an invite to the home run derby. Should the commissioner put him in this game? This game, the all-star game, is sure it's about stats. I understand that it's about having a great first chunk of your season. But has anybody in the history of the game, well, in in a very long list of players, let me just say this: Has anybody been nearly as good as Eli De La Cruz in the first thirty days he's been in the major leagues, or more electric for the history of the for the future of the game? Should this guy, should the commissioner insert him into tomorrow's All Star game? I mean, it would be awesome. I understand why it would never happen because of the fact that, like you said, he's played, what, 30 games? That's just not very baseball. But so, Go ahead. Let me give you the but. What they do last year? They put Albert Pujols. They put uh, uh, Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera, yeah. They had that like, they had that, like legends, we're going to put them in type deal. And I get it that it's that a different it's a different side of the spectrum. I get it. But they did it. They just put them in there. Yeah, they could do whatever they want. There's no doubt that they could just decide they could insert a rule right now and do stuff but, like, like that. But wouldn't that make the game way more electric? I guarantee you more people watch that game tomorrow if Ellie De La Cruz is playing in it. One hundred percent. I mean, I've never seen a player like Ellie De La Cruz before. I had a whole I had a whole crosstown crosstalk episode dedicated to the Cincinnati Reds. Two. And it yeah, two. And it was 100% because of Ellie De La Cruz. He kind of changed the narrative around that organization. And it, he's kind of like, if, if people were watching this were just strictly tuning into White Sox games and don't know too much about him but want to learn, he's kind of a hard player to describe. He's kind of like Ronald Acuna Jr. on crack. And Ronald Acuna Jr. is one of the best players in Major League Baseball. So saying that is like, it sounds insane. It does. I mean, Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to have a 40-80 season, which is unlike anything we've seen in modern baseball, like 40 home runs and 80 stolen bases. He's already yeah. got 40. He stole three bases. He stole second, third, and home the other day. In the same, in the same inning. So, like, why can't Ellie De La Cruz hit 30 home runs and have 100 stolen bases? I mean, that's obviously not going to happen this year because of the late start, but, like, oh, my the the ceiling on this guy is off the hook. So it is off the hook. And I gotta it, interrupt you for a second to speak about the ceiling. <clears throat> Rosarena is just absolutely teeing off right now. He's got three seconds left. He's got the one minute bonus still coming to coming up. And he has 30 home runs and he's still got a minute left. Yeah. So Luis Robert Jr. is obviously gonna have his work cut out for him once again because Rosarena will have the extra 60 seconds here but i mean 
kind of was in the same position last round. Yeah, I mean, that's the benefit of going second, right? <laughs> I didn't expect him to go this this, this ape shit uh, the second round, to be honest with you. No, but you know what? That's that's the nature of Randy Rosarena. Like I said, when when the lights get brighter, he gets better. And there not a lot of people are like that. You know, there right. are some people who they really lower their abilities like in the playoffs or you know, when games are big, like you you hear about it in other sports all the time, like this guy's great in the regular season. Peyton Manning was that for a long time. He'd have 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and then the playoffs would come around and the Colts would get smoked by the Steelers. Like yeah. Randy Rosarena is the exact opposite of that. And I don't know. It's going to be tough for Lou Bob, obviously. As Sox guys, we're hoping a Rosarena doesn't tack on too many more here. But I kind of, kind of figured. I kind of want to see like them both hit forty. Yeah, like put on a show here, guys. The way here's the thing, and this is what makes people so angry when Robert like sucks or when he was sucking before April thirtieth or whatever. Before he um, stopped running the first, yeah, yeah, the stop running the first base game. He kind of made it look like he was half-assing some of those swings in the first round, and they were still going 450 feet. You often want, like, what could he do if he stepped into the box and took a full power swing using his legs and all? How far could he actually hit it? And obviously, <clears throat> he knows outside of the two 440 home runs, how far it goes doesn't matter. You want to, the home run derby's a game. It's a certain yep. type of game. You have to preserve yourself. You have to have the right oh. energy. So, Damn. <clears throat> dude, this is this is wow. Yeah, he's just he's making this look easy, dude. Yeah, we're we'll just kind of have to see if Luis Robert Jr. is able to step in and kind of. I don't. I don't I, I, I'm going to say this: if he doesn't get to forty, I think Lou Bob can beat him. I, I would think, think Lou Bob so. can hit 40. <clears throat> I do too. So here we are. I, I, 20 seconds remaining. He's sitting at 34. No, 33. No, 34. Uh-oh. He's locked in now. Yeah. It, isn't it crazy, though? Like, they'll hit four in a row. It's just – it's such a rhythm thing. I never really – That's it? What, what Did that go out? I don't know. You're like four seconds ahead of me. 35 is the number, boys. 35. See, I think I think Luis Robert can do that. He I obviously so was able to do that in the first round, but we shall see. So for those of you tuning in, your boy from the Chicago White Sox, Luis Robert Jr., he's about to step up here and try and take down Randy or Rosarena, who – Hit 35 home runs. We're 20 seconds away from Lou Bob entering round two, putting the world on notice. People want to come play with Luis Robert. Come on, White Sox. <laughs> I yeah, would imagine I mean, that he's untradeable at this point, but I would I would hope so. Hopefully. Silence. <laughs> it's scary to me. That means that he knows something that I don't. No, no, no. I actually, I don't. I just, 
I was going to bring up, like, there were plenty of people on Twitter throughout the last week and a half that we knew that Robert was going to be in the home run derby, freaking out about, like, oh, it's going to mess up his swing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you people need to go see the White Sox on the road, get to the ballpark a little early, and watch batting practice. Luis Robert does this for 15 minutes every day. A home run derby is not what messes up guys' swings if they go through a slump in the second half. Playing 162 games and traveling and fatigue, and that's what slows guys down in the second half. That's why winning the World Series is so hard. Yeah, people love his bat. Yeah, we played the bat. It's the La Pantera. It's got uh, his Panther logo. That's his nickname. So Luis is off to the races here. He's at. Let's see, he's got – is that five now? Uh, I'm, I can't even keep up with this guy. Yeah, it's hard. Did you see before it started they had, like, those guys on computers, like, keeping track of what the home runs are and yeah, keeping pace with everything? Yep, Luis is five, 220 remaining. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is certainly possible. You would like – you would like to see 10 in the first minute. He's obviously a little behind that pace, but not too far. He already earned the bonus though, which is incredibly yeah, got the bonus. That's that's we make it look easy. Um, oh, it just, it just missed going out. So he's well, sitting at only Vladimir Guerrero jr. Has more raw power out of everybody competing in this tournament than Luis Robert jr. And something's up with Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this season, in my opinion. Like, <clears throat> he really doesn't even deserve to be an all-star, but he is because he's a big name in, you know, Canada. The Toronto Blue Jays are the only team in Canada, so they're very popular worldwide. Um, I do think, uh, you know, it's just weird how every time he gets to the home run derby, it's not quite the same for him. Yeah. But so Luis Robert Jr. He does take the timeout with ten home runs, a minute twenty-seven left. So he can do this, right? But he's got, and he also has the minute bonus too. Yeah. So, so two twenty-seven. He's got to hit what twenty-five? Twenty-five to tie. That could happen. I, I mean, the way he was doing it the first round. Hell. Yeah, it was a slow start to this round, but then he picked it up and he ended up getting to ten like by the halfway point of the three minutes. So if he goes on a nice little run here again, he'll be right. He'll be right there. It's going to be a, a photo finish. I think. <clears throat> I tend to agree with you, Vin. But if we, it's one thing we can say is T-Mobile park in Seattle, formerly Safeco is a gorgeous, gorgeous park. And that place is hopping tonight. Yeah. I, I also, I think it's awesome. It's like the Seattle Seahawks stadiums right next door. So, just to, becoming a really nice sports town. Oh, yeah. We got some moonshots here, Vin. Uh, he's got, he's found his stroke. Yeah, that's what we need to see from Lou Bob. I mean, there's clearly a developed plan here between the pitcher and Luis Robert Jr. Almost every pitch that Luis Robert Jr. cranks, there's a couple mistake pitches here and there, but. Medium high and inside is where the 
the big yeah. time home run balls are. Luis got some serious ground to make up though, man. He's going to have to hurry up. We're sitting at 16 with 40 seconds remaining and he obviously has the minute bonus, but let's see that's 17. Yeah. See, it's closer than you think because what is he's at 17 right now with 30 seconds left. 18. So yeah, 18, he's going to have a whole nother minute to hit 10 hitting 10 in a minute is 19. Very doable. Yeah. No, nineteen didn't didn't quite make it out. Come on, Luab. There you go. I got nineteen. Can we get a twenty? I think we might have got a twenty here. Let's see. Did that go out? It did not. Oh, it did. All right. So he's got yeah. one minute to hit fifteen. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. There's no doubt that that's gonna be tough. Oh, he got twenty-one. Did they give him another one? Yeah. So four, <laughs> 14. Four. Yeah. That's tough. It could be done. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm certainly not putting it behind him, but he got off to a slow start here and that's what hurt him. Yeah. He there was a nice little run there at the end of the 3 minutes, so we'll see. Get that get that Gatorade in you. Who's that talking to him? Is that Is that Jazz Chisholm Jr.? No. I saw his hand. <laughs> Got to get that first round energy back, Bob. Come on, buddy. He he had a couple moonshots though. That one on the second, third level. Yeah, we'll see. If anybody competing in the home run derby can knock out fourteen in a minute. It would be him. Yeah, it's quite. You got to have quite the stroke going, but I'm not uh, putting it behind Lou Bob because this is a guy that's got all the power in the world. You saw it in the first round, and here we go. One pitch. Nope. Ah, it doesn't look like he has it, Vin. He's hitting a bunch of line drives now. He's tired. He's done. Yep. And uh, you also do you wonder if. Uh... Those pink balls are a little harder to pick up. Yeah, I do. Well, did Adley Rushman did okay with him though? He was just showing off in that round. Uh, well, unfortunately, Luis Robert Jr. not going to advance. Um, it's, so far, he hasn't even hit one in the minute. Yeah, that's true. I mean. At this point, I think it's just fair to root for Julio because they're in Seattle. Wow. Luis didn't hit one. Oh, did that one go out? Yep, he got one. Wow. Luis didn't. There you go. Luis Robert goes down 35-22. But he made it out of the first round, Vin. Yes, yes, he did. <clears throat> and for the most part, he made it look easy, too. But Rosarena, he had a very, very, very good um, first round there, or second round there. We'll see how it goes. 
But you got to give it. You got to give it to him. I mean, he just looked unbeatable there. You got people on Twitter poo-pooing the pitcher. I think that's just misdirected anger at Robert not advancing. Yeah, off to a slow start. They, I mean, they weren't on the same page. It's as equally Luis's fault as it was the pitcher's. Yeah, I mean, exactly. at the end of the day, what does it matter? It doesn't matter. I mean, sure that we would love for a White Sox player to win the win the uh, the Derby. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. I, I was going to bring this up earlier, Vin. I'm going to pull up a video on the screen here in just a second. But uh, before we do, you may or may not have seen my tweet earlier, but who was the last White Sox player, Vin, to win the Home Run Derby? Um, I did see your tweet, so I know the answer. I don't know if you want me to say it, but I actually... I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't realize that until your tweet. Yeah, and of course, of course it doesn't want to work. Hang on, let me send it to myself again. <laughs> I have the video. I'm trying to upload it. And uh, let's see. Is it here? Yeah, let's try this again. I swear I have it. <clears throat> oh, geez. That's why it's not working. I'm trying to upload it as a picture. It's not a picture. It's a video. <laughs> that would be a problem. That, that'll that'll probably do it, Vin. Absolutely. Uh, all right, now here it comes. Processing, processing. Nope, I got to convert it. Hang on. Distract the the viewers while I do this, Vin. Yeah. Do you want me to say who it was? Um. Obviously, do, do, do a dramatic build up to it. How about that? So, Luis Robert Jr. obviously competing in the um, home run derby this year. He's the first White Sox player to participate in the home run derby since Todd Frazier did so in 2016. And when Todd Frazier did it in 2016, he was actually the defending champion, but he did it the year before as a member of the Cincinnati Reds. So, obviously, Todd Frazier, he was very good at the Home Run Derby. Um, but before that, if my memory serves me correctly, the last player to participate in the Home Run Derby before Frazier was Jermaine Dye all the way back when he was on the White Sox. Yeah, 2006. Um, Jermaine Dye was actually the White Sox best hitter in 2006. I know he was the World Series MVP the year before, but I don't think anybody would say that, you know, other, anyone other than Paul Konerko was their best hitter in 2005. Um, but Jermaine Dye, he actually, I'm pretty sure he came in fourth for the MVP that year. But, um, you know, before Jermaine Dye, it was this guy who won the home run derby. One swing of the back could do it. This could be it. Back, 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 back. It's gone. Wow, the big hurt to uh, 1995. It's crazy, Vin, that that's the last time we had a White Sox win it. 
And uh, I, for, for a minute, I thought it was the last person to be White Sox player to be in it, but I totally forgot about Die, and I definitely forgot about Todd Frazier because I think a lot of White Sox fans try to forget about Todd Frazier. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, the big hurt, the Hall of, Hall of Famer, and uh, being, being Albert Bell is no easy task. Yeah, of course. Um, Albert Bell, obviously a former White Sox as well. But yeah. um, I think that's before he joined the White Sox, if I remember. Correctly. Oh, yeah, certainly before. Um, just very good stuff from the Big Hurt. I mean, I've seen stats comparing the Big Hurt's best five years to Mike Trout's best five years, and the stats are, like, astonishingly similar. Like, to say I mean, he was the he, – he's – when I think of, like, the great right-handed hitters of all time, I'm like, okay, Mike Trout – uh, Manny Ramirez and freaking Frank Thomas. Yeah, but Manny Ramirez had had roids, so you can't even count him in the conversation. Like you can, I'm just saying for Frank to go through that whole era and to be the guy that was clean. I, mean, I think if you read uh, Jose Canseco's book, Juiced, the first book, he talked about how he took a ride with Frank Thomas and Frank wouldn't touch the stuff, you know. And uh, I think it just says a lot about him as a player i mean the guy's just a natural machine he's just an athlete yeah and there are probably people who like think people that say frank didn't do anything are naive i'm like really though if you look at his career he took all of the same l's if you will that people who don't take steroids take he got old he capped off his home run totals in the low 500s you know, Barry Bonds hit 70 home runs late in his career. Uh, and I think that's something people forget about steroids the most. One of the great benefits of taking performance-enhancing drugs is that you your body doesn't break down. So, like, Frank Thomas at the end of his career dealt with injuries, and he, he wasn't as good as he once was. That didn't happen to Frank Thomas or to um, Barry Bonds. That didn't happen to Sammy Sosa. That didn't happen to Alex Rodriguez. You know, and that's why it's obvious to me that, you know, Frankie boy was pretty clean during his career. And I feel the same way about Paul Canerco. Paul Canerco yeah. probably has Hall of Fame numbers if he did steroids. You know, he's a Hall of Very Good player because he played in that era. He only yeah. hit 400 home runs. You know, he was never an MVP caliber player. Um, He, was he did just a home a run very, derby. He did do a home run derby. But like, no. Frank Frank Thomas would have played till he was forty at a high level, if he was a steroid guy. Oakland and then the Blue Jays, right? If I remember correctly. Yes, yes, yes. Any, old White Sox players like to go to the Blue Jays. It's weird. Or old Blue Jays players like to come to the White Sox. Alex Ain't Rios. that the truth? And uh, John Jay. Oh, John Jay. P U. I hated I'm, him on the Cubs and I hated him on the White Sox. Wait, did John? Yeah, maybe John Jay didn't play for the Blue Jays. I know he played. I think for John the, Jay absolutely played for the Blue okay, Jays. Okay, right? cool. I'm not making that up. Yeah, and uh, he played for the Padres too, I believe. I'm looking it up, John Jay. No, when I remember when the Cubs were like bad, bad, trying to build towards their World Series, like when they just needed warm bodies to play games for them in like 2013, 2014. John Jay used not. the crap out of me. Then who are we thinking of? Did Yonder Alonso play for the Jays for a minute? I always will just lump those two together because I hate them so much. 
Maybe. I'm just looking. St. Louis, San Diego, the Cubs, the Kansas City Royals, Arizona, the White Sox, Arizona, Los Angeles Angels. So Interesting. Looking up Yonder Alonzo, though, now. While Joe <laughs> looks up Yonder Alonzo, and we go down a dark, dark White Sox memory lane. Um, Julio just started. He's going against Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, oh, slower start. Yeah, a little bit of a slower start for Julio, but here we are. Six home, home runs. runs in the first. Oh, never mind. He's got more now. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly dumb to like for me and everybody else to like update the home run total because like by the time I'm finished with my sentence, it will be an out of date sentence. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't it wasn't Alonzo either, so I don't know who we're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, he played for the Jays. Um Burley was after. Obviously, Frank Thomas was after. Um, do you remember um now I'm drawing a blank on his name. I see his face. He wore glasses and a mouth guard that looked like Frank. Oh. He was a second baseman. Brett he Lowry. Played- Brett Lowry, he played for the Jays. Okay. For sure. Yeah, we have a lot of vice versa. Um, and Frank Frank was good for us in 05 until he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And that's another thing with the steroid thing, right? Like Frank Thomas probably would have been a contributor in 2005 had he been a roid head. Yeah, I mean, I personally miss steroids. I thought baseball was awesome with steroids. <laughs> I say that half jokingly, but I, I say I it half jokingly. But like Sosa versus McGuire, one of my great regrets is only being four years old during Sosa versus McGuire. I remember it. I was young. I don't know how old I was. Vin. How old are you now, Vin? I'm 28. Okay, so shit. <laughs> so I got. Uh... Wow, five, six, seven years on you. So that means I was probably around 11, if I'm doing the math correctly. Yeah. So I, man, I remember that summer so vividly. I mean, it was, it was just back and forth. At your age, long. you could probably credit that summer with like your love for sports. I know a lot of people who are around my age that maybe a That's little fair. bit older, a little bit older than me that remember it. And they're like, yeah, I mean, Something like that gets you into sports in general. You start watching football and hockey because of Sosa versus Maguire. I'm like, that makes total sense. I tell you what, man, I still remember it like it was yesterday. And uh, yeah, I, I miss the juiced balls. I feel like me too. You could definitely tell that they've been removed. Um, and these home run derby balls are kind of flying, so it makes me wonder if they're a little juiced. But they're flying a little round. more than usual this year, aren't they? In the first round, anyway, they look a little totally different now, though. Yeah, hey, they're human beings. Hey, <laughs> those arms they're tired. Those arms have a finite number of swings in them each night. <laughs> well, I guess if you hit that many home runs in the first round, you're bound to be tired. Yeah, absolutely. So Vlad's um, probably going to mop the floor here with J Rod, but yeah, well, if someone were to come out tired and fatigued in the second round, though, I could see it being Vladdy Jr. too, if. But, I mean, 15 is a pretty low total if he doesn't get much more than that. He doesn't even have the bonus. Yeah, no. If he'll get he'll get 30. the original bonus, right? I just wish they would just keep adding the bonus. Like, 
if you hit like 440 over and over and over again, then you can get like additional six minutes. Yeah. But they have the broadcast that you have to keep in mind, so I get it. But 16 yeah. in the first round for J-Rod. That's crazy. You know what I do remember, Joe? I think like a year or two after the Sosa thing, Sosa McGuire thing. Yeah. That's when I do start having some sports memories. And I had, so that was in 98. I had MLB Baseball 2000. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was on PlayStation 1. So it was 2000, but the game must have came out in 99. So they had the stats from 98. And I remember if people used the Cubs, it would show Sammy Sosa stats at the bottom. And it's at 60 home runs for him. And I remember using the Cardinals myself with McGuire, and it showed 70. So I do remember that. What was the name of the game? I forget exactly what it was called. It was MLB 2000. It was from. You're positive it was 2000? I'm so positive. I'm trying to remember who would have been on the cover. I guess I could put some effort into finding it too. Does does, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. sound familiar? Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, wait. Oh, Vlad, Vlad Guerrero Sr. was absolutely in the game. On the Angels, right? Yes. Or was he on the Expos? It's a, he's in an Angels. I'm pretty sure it's Vlad, but I'll pull up the image here, and you can tell me if I'm wrong and if this is the game that you're thinking of. Hang on one second. I swear I'm going to pull it up here. No, yeah, this is it. Yep, MLB 2009-89 sports. Yep, he was on the – that is Vlad Sr. That's unreal. When he's literally in this round. We're watching right now his son. 989 sports, man. That brings me back. 989 nine sports. It's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. Yeah, I'm tr- the White Sox were probably pretty good in the game because they they would have had Bell and Thomas, and I think we're done with Ozzy at that point. I don't know. It yeah. was fun though. That was my first ever baseball video game. I uh, I'm pulling up an audio, uh, some video, Finn, to bring you back to to old times. And now I oh. want to go back and play it. I'm sure it's going to look horrendous when I see this video pop up. Yeah, but like my memories the of PS1 it are like watching. Game. Yeah, my memories of playing it though are like watching HD current baseball. I got to pull this. I got to pull uh, MLB. I got to pull the home run derby onto my other screen so this works. It wasn't letting me do it. I'm like, what's going on? All right, let's see if this works now. No? That's really strange. All right, let's try this again. Stop sharing. It thinks I'm trying to steal a game and broadcast it to the world. I promise you I'm not. Here we go. Let's see if this works, Finn. Oh, that looks so familiar. Ready for this wow. mind-blowing graphics? 
Oh, yeah. Bring me all the PlayStation 1 footage. Look at that old Players Association logo. Right? This is like the full opening. All right, I don't need that. <laughs> you know what's funny? These graphics aren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. I honestly was about to say the same thing. Like, they're they're bad. Don't get me wrong. Compared to, like, our standards. Oh. This looks like beautiful music compared to what I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting, but it certainly wasn't this. I was expecting it to look like it was being played on a grapefruit. Yeah, I tell you what, though. It brings me back, but I had to bring it up for old time's sake, Vin. Yep, old baseball video games certainly were fun. Yes, that's that's a fact. And as of right now, Vin, it's like you called it. Vlad Jr. is off to a very, very slow start as well. Yeah, I mean, look at that booty, though. <laughs> a guy like hey, a guy with that kind of booty, as a close, member man. of as a member of the Big Booty Mail Club. Oh, he's I know got a stroke like going. Come into the second round a little. A little cold. Oh, he's not. I still cold think anymore. he does it, right? Oh yeah, he's definitely beating J Rod here. It's no doubt because he's got the bone, and that's the thing. I said that about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. compared to Lou Bob, probably more than anyone in the tournament here. Maybe more than anyone in baseball. He's got that big booty and the the big belly. He mashes, and the yeah, balls go far every time. Trying to figure out that thing Aldo did, and I can't get it to work. With the bigger shot, it's gone now. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever that'll work. Which for now. which shot was it? It's the shot that's not here. Uh, it was a little tighter on our faces, and it was here. And I messed with it by putting up a bit. Oh, maybe it's one of these. Ah, there it is. I do like that. Yeah, I like that too. That's what we had for most of the show. I was today years old then when I realized that you can change that there's multiple formats at the bottom of the screen, more than, than originally on. So I learned something new from the Gandia master today. He really is a master, isn't he? He's a master debater. <laughs> um, your dad asked in the chat about using regular bats. Oh, or yeah. about using... Uh, painted bats during games that's an interesting question i don't think they ever will and i'll i only have one reason why because mlb sucks they hate fun they hate people not according to uniform they want you to remember the pink bats for mother's day they want you to remember the blue bats on father's day well why do they do it for those days well because they make money and I know sure. it sounds delightful to raise money for breast cancer and prostate cancer, depending on whether or not you're talking about Mother's Day or Father's Day. But those are organizations that pay the MLB to use pink bats and blue bats. It sucks to say that I feel awful, but that's it's true, just though. It is. Yeah, I'd love to see it if they want to make the game more fun. But uh, I don't think we're going to see that. And Vlad Jr. is 
three short right now. He's got a minute and 20 left, including his bonus. There's 18. It looks like there's 19. Will he even need his bonus? Yes, he will. He's going to need it for kind of like Robert in the first round. He's going to need it for one little home run. Yep. Watch him go a minute and not hit one. <laughs> and they go to a tiebreaker. I want a swing off. Yeah, we, we've had a couple swing offs over the years, but it'd be cool to get one here. Like in the final. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I wonder how many people had a Rosarana making it to the final because I didn't. It wasn't on my bingo card. Yeah, definitely uh, an underdog based on like perception of power and whatnot. But you know what? Sometimes that's baseball. I say it's baseball. That's sports. It is sports. Vlad Jr. has got his stroke going, man. I feel like he could be dangerous in the final round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scary stuff, but uh, I feel like Lou Bob uh, just got a slow start in his second round, and he would have, uh, well, again, Rosarena just was feeling his oats today, so I don't know if there was any world where he was going to beat him unless he really got off to a really quick start. I wish I, I, wish I could have this up so people could watch, but I also don't want to get sued by Major League Baseball, so... Yeah, you think they're not fun about letting guys paint their bats? You want to <laughs> you want to know something they're less fun about? <laughs> A warning that they put before every single game. That warning. Yeah. May not be discriminated on. There it is. It's over. Vlad Jr. One pitch. The over. following presentation is a property of Major League Baseball. Uh, how does it go? I know the NHL one. Wait, how did they say it? The following presentation is a display of the National Hockey League. All rights to this broadcast. I got it. Without express written consent of the National Hockey League, NBC Sports, and the Chicago Blackhawks is strictly prohibited. Oh, I found a fake one. Never mind. It's something like that. So any, it includes the word disseminated, which is uh, it may not be reproduced. This copyrighted telecast is presented by the authority of the officer or the commissioner of baseball. It may not be re- reproduced, retransmitted in any form, and the accounts and descriptions of this game may not be disseminated without express written cons- with express written consent. From Major That's funny. That sounded so official, Joe. They should get you to be the voice for that. I'll do it. I'll do it for half the price of the other guy. I would too. I probably would do it for significantly less. I'll do it for like 20 bucks, let's be honest. I, I can get might... my voice before every baseball game. I would do it for $20. I might do it for free. <laughs> All right, I'll do like... it for free. Like, if they offered to pay me, I'd be like, hell yeah. I'll do it for uh, for a, a, a chimichurri steak sandwich <laughs> at Sierra Field. 
so funny. Or Cuban. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I might go Cuban next time I'm at the Sox game. It's been a minute. I actually I haven't had a Cuban yet this year. Oh. I've not either, Vin. That has me excited. Vin, Joe, I, I just... don't go ahead. Go ahead. No, you first. You go. No, you go. <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> you first. <laughs> Fine. I don't know if you plan on getting any Cubs games this year or if you would ever like have an interest in that. Mm. But really. I I went to a wing place right outside Wrigley Field yesterday. What, what was that place? Drawing a blank on what it's called. Was it Jake Melnick's? <clears throat> no. It, I forget. Uh, here, I'll Google. Wings outside of Wrigley Field. But they were freaking phenomenal. What kind of wings? Just bone-in? Um, they were bone-in and... Um, they had like a buffalo sauce and it was very unique because they have like six different variations of this buffalo sauce. So obviously you would think that like as the list goes down, they get hotter and hotter, which they do. But the way they make them hotter and hotter is like a different balance of how much sauce they use and how long they uh, shake them up, toss them. And... They were really, really, really good. They're called. It's called Yakzies. Yakzies. It's three thirty-seven ten North Clark Street. Very, very good wings. I'm intrigued, uh, but the answer to answer your question, uh, I will not be going to any Cubs games. <laughs> not because I have no interest in the Cubs, but because it's an easier commute for me to get to Sox games. And it's a lot easier to park and a lot easier to do all that. Um, yeah, well, being a Michigan man now, I kind of firmly expected that answer. Well, it's not going to stop me from seeing my favorite team, but well, no, of course not. And Vin, you missed you missed last week the Lissaberger <clears throat> Mini, but there is a new themed night that you may be interested in. They have on September third. They're giving this away. A Mandalorian bobblehead on Star Wars night. I do remember seeing that. What was the date of it again? September 3rd? September 3rd. It's a ticketed event, so you need a ticket to get the bobblehead, a special ticket. So you don't even have to wait in line to get it when you to get in the stadium. Interesting. Yeah, I might try to make that work, honestly, September 3rd. I really, really, or at least pay someone to go get it for me. Like, that is a sick bobblehead. Like, that is only, really, Only really 2,000. Cool. <clears throat> oh, is that right? Wow. Huh. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to to go get one, but we'll see. Yeah, those are definitely really cool. I'm sure they'll probably sell tickets quick to that because they just announced that the actually the day before Alyssa came on. Yeah. <clears throat> did did you did you hear about? And as we're waiting for the final round to commence. Uh, about the most funny handout that I could ever think of in the history of White Sox. Uh, Steven Zim Zimmerman asked me how this player could have even agreed to this. Have you heard about this? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think I do. They are doing their Christmas in July game coming up very soon. And it's a special ticketed event as well for a special bobblehead. And the new White Sox highest paid player in franchise history 
is being turned into an elf bobblehead. I swear I'm not making this up. Here you go. That is awesome. <clears throat> they said, oh, you want 75 mil? You're going to be, be made into an elf. <laughs> you're going to be made into a garden gnome looking elf bobblehead. I love that, though. And it says Southpaw. I know him. I know him is what it says in the bottom. Oh, it does. So that's that's like a black and white version of the Will Ferrell elf. That's incredible. Correct. Yeah. Your that's my all-time favorite that. Christmas movie or one of them. Uh, yeah. I agree. I think we need that. That's when? Uh, is it the moment. 25th? Christmas in July? One moment. I'm pulling it up. I hate Christmas in July. It's not halfway to Christmas. It is July 30th. <clears throat> oh, okay. Maybe it is maybe a Sunday that game. Huh. Um, my mom wants to know how do we get it. Well, you go to the game on the 20 or on the 30th. No, that's, the that's actually, yeah. So you have to buy the special ticket in advance. And I'm going to be very nice and put the URL to buy the ticket here um, <laughs> in the chat for everyone. Um, she said, I'm busy. Okay. See ya. You're not busy. You'll be there, Mrs. Parisi. So if you wanted to buy tickets to that game, any of the specialty nights, including Star Wars night on September 3rd, you go to MLB.com slash White Sox slash tickets slash specials slash themes, and which you will navigate to Christmas in July game and buy a special ticket. Actually, what am I doing? Why don't I just share my screen? As we wait, Vlad Guerrero Jr., by the way, he's got four to start, and he's at a very slow start again. Imagine that. I wonder if uh, Andrew Benintendi is just secretly like this huge elf fan. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't either. He did play in New York for a minute. <laughs> You're right, he did. Uh, let me find my screen, share screen, tire screen. <laughs> Bingo. Here we go. If I remember correct. Oh, there you go. go. So Greek Heritage Night is coming up. You can get a Greek hat. Christmas in July. You can get that Andrew Benatendi bobblehead as Elf. Grateful Dead Night. You can get a Grateful Dead White Sox hat if if you like to smoke weed and listen to really long music and really long (laughs) songs that have really good shredding with John Mayer now playing with them. Yacht Yacht Rock Night is one of the things that we, Alyssa and I and Vin Zim talked about. It's one of those funny things. You can get a yacht captain's hat. That um, hat is which, actually sick. Yeah, it's sick for this, but like what other event are you ever gonna wear this hat? I think I would just wear it on a boat. And that's would you it. wear it on the show every every week if you got it? <laughs> oh no, I would wear it on the show hundred percent. There's not much I wouldn't wear on the show. Your mom said she wants an Italian hat. I have bad news for you, Mrs. Parisi. Oh, that that too. that is the ship has sailed. But uh, there's this place called eBay that might be a good place to get that. I, I saw them and I'm like, <laughs> this is the coolest Italian Heritage Night hat they've ever given out, and wasn't there for that one. <clears throat> then you got Police and Fire Night. Yes, you're. Yes, it is the blue one. 
uh, the ship has sailed. It's um, I've seen a lot of them on eBay. You could probably get one. I have no idea if it's. I'm assuming it's adjustable, just like this police and fire hat, which I think is pretty cool as well. But then you get to Star Wars Day. Bada bing, bada boom. Only two thousand of these tickets available with this bobblehead. Um, and then if you go to buy tickets, I'll just show everybody. You don't get to pick your seats, which is interesting. You um, you can. Are they guaranteed pick... lower bowl though? Yeah, you're guaranteed. Like you got options where you're gonna sit. Like you can sit in the lower corners on one fifty five for twenty eight bucks a seat. But then they they got fees on top of it, so I think it realistically comes out to like thirty two a seat or something. Oh, that's but... not terrible at all. But then you get a bobblehead and you can sit in the lower corners. I think it's a win-win. Or you can sit, you know, in the fancier areas for more money. Or you can buy a ticket that includes a, a patio, the patio before the game, so you can eat and have all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And the food in the patio is so good, too. Yeah, the Bertucci boys know what they're doing down there. Yeah, they really do. And you wouldn't know it if you never have been down there. No, highly recommend it. Why did my derby feed stop? What happened? Where are you at in it? Uh, it just turned black on me. It's probably because I was sharing my screen. It probably decided that I was trying to. Oh, yeah. Just just refresh it because Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s got 20 home runs and he's got a minute of bonus time left here. Yeah, I stopped sharing my screen and immediately it came back. So that's totally what happened. Yeah, we're in the final round. Vlad Jr. Obviously, this is not what the White Sox fans wanted tonight, but uh, hey, Luba put on a show in the first round, so at least we got that. Luba put on a show, and you know what? This White Sox season is, is lost anyway. So, like, enjoy other baseball. Baseball, baseball doesn't suck because the White Sox do, and that's one thing I'll always continue to preach. Like, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Randy Arozarena both right now play for two fantastic American League East teams that are going to compete for the World Series once the playoffs start. And the Blue Jays' pitching has improved over the years. Um, the Rays' offense has improved over the years. You know, they're both – both of them along with the O's, led by Adley Rushman, who Luis Robert Jr. beat. Um, Fair and square. They kind of got the Yankees buried there in the AL East. Like, yeah, they look good. Five-game winning streak right before the break. Yeah, I mean, are the Yankees and Red Sox and – Fourth and fifth place in the East right now. Yes, so. they the Yankees are. Just fired their hitting coach yesterday, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, the Red Sox, who are winners of five straight, they're eight and two in their last ten, are in last place in the East. Isn't that crazy, Joe? Every team in the AL East would be leading the AL Central. That's all five insane. of them. Maybe we can do like, um, like they do in Europe, and like the worst team gets sent down to minor league baseball relegated yeah <clears throat> the nice thing is i don't think the white Sox would ever get relegated as Probably crazy not. as that sounds even when they tore it down and started the rebuild they only lost 100 games once until this season i put well, out I that poll say. i put out a poll this week i don't know if you saw it vin i said how oh yeah i voted on it I said, how many games do the White Sox lose? 85 to 90, 90 to 100, or 100 plus? 
and uh, the winner by a slim margin was 90 to 100. That's what I voted on. It won by like two votes over 85 or 80 to 90. So Oh, so most people don't think they're going to go well over 100. No, I had four or five votes that were over 100 losses, and I was two of them, two of my accounts. So, Huh. I still think I mean, they're going to lose over 100 games. I do. Wow. That's, Especially if they that's trade a lot everybody. That, that's something people have to keep in mind. I just wonder if uh, Luis Robert Jr. will junior will edge them to a couple extra wins by you know maybe hitting a walk-off home run or having a three hit four rbi type game or something i don't know or maybe he'll be running down the first baseline and his hamstring will pop and he'll be out the (laughs) the whole second half i just jinxed our entire season sorry well never mind it's already broken so i can't break it if the White Sox were in the AL East, they would be 20 games out of first place. Wow. Well, with my luck, with after what I just said, you know, Josh Naylor will come to my house and break all the windows with a bat and run away. Yeah. Don't forget about his brother. Yeah, who just got drafted. Well, there's two. Sorry, the other there's brother two. just got drafted. Yeah, to the A's, which I kind of just wish he got drafted to the Guardians. Yeah. What the hell kind of commercial is this? Did you see that? Yeah, that was weird. That blue bunny commercial? Yeah. Creepy. I got annoyed earlier. They like did that thing where someone took a timeout and they cut to a commercial. Oh, yeah. To fill up the 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But they had Bo Bichette with a microphone talking and they didn't play the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. This is a great way to, yeah. Everyone needs to see this progressive commercial right now. Did you Instead hear what of, Boba Shed said after though? <clears throat> no. They they said they said how's Vlad? What did Vlad say? How's he doing? He goes, oh, he said he's feeling pretty good. That's all I could understand, but I'm sure uh, one of these other Spanish speaking guys could tell you what he said. Yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that. And he was probably thinking to himself, "What do you mean? What did I just ask him? You heard the whole thing." But little does he know, we got a nice little progressive commercial instead. That's you make right. your money, MLB. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt that they're making their money. <laughs> T-Mobile's got their name plastered all over this thing today. They have the name of the stadium. They're they're, they're sponsoring the whole event. That's true. All the balls that are pink. There's a lot of pink balls. Yeah, that's right. Talking about pink balls. What are you going to do about it? What is Randy or Rosarena going to do now? What are these boots that he's holding up? <clears throat> I, I'm i sure they're talking about it on the broadcast. I can't hear what they're talking about. They are. I still can't make out. Oh, I should put on closed captions. What am I doing? They're talking about him putting them on for it. It's not going to happen. That's just some kind of good luck charm, I guess. <clears throat> this guy has worn them an immense amount of pride. And now he's got a chance to win his derby. Interesting. Well, Rosalina Jr. seems a little too amped up to start this. 
But then again, so is Vlad. Yeah. This Vlad went on a tired. run at the end. Well, Rosarina found his streak, his stroke. So let's see what he's going to do here. This is the first reaction podcast I think I've done like this. Um, like we did when af- after Rodon threw his no-hitter. But yeah. this is different. This is like... Yeah. Um, me and Joey did an episode of Crosstown Crosstalk in 2021 where we did the show as normal, but the White Sox were on the TV and they clinched the division mid-episode. I remember that. but I And I freaked out like live on camera, but the whole show was normal up until that point. So also a little different. Yeah. Uh, looks like a Rosarina took his time out with a minute. He's got nine homers. He's trailing Vlad by <coughs> 16 at the moment without a bonus, only the 30-second bonus. You think he does it? If he gets the bonus, I think a Rosarena can do it, but I think he's not going to get the bonus, so I think Vlad's going to win. It's a very fair prediction. Oh, look, the Ken Griffey Jr. sitting next to J-Rod. Ken Griffey Jr.'s age like fine wine. He looks like uh, he looks like he could be a character in Guardians of the Galaxy now. That's actually, yes. Right? <clears throat> Absolutely. I could see he... him like being friends with the collector or something. Yeah. And there's a shot of Marshawn Lynch using lip balm. That's exactly what I thought I was going to see. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch has embraced the whole Seattle thing too. Even though he likes representing Vegas as well. He's doing a lot of acting these days. But I don't know how much acting is if it's, you're actually just playing yourself. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> here we go. Last minute here for Arazarena. Let's see. You got one. That looks like two. Ah, I don't know, Vin. I don't think he's got it. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Although, well, there he goes. Yeah, I was just going to say, right when we start talking. Can you imagine just like swinging that hard that many times? I'm sure you got to be exhausted at this point. 100%. <clears throat> like, I, I, get the, I get the battle about people saying, oh, my God, it messes up your swing. I get it. But then there's guys that go on and they're fine. Like. Maybe it'll mess your swing up the next day, but you got a couple of days to recoup. It's not like you're going to totally change your approach at the plate. Yeah. I mean, it didn't mess up Juan Soto last year. It didn't mess up Julio last year. Oh, I think he's going to have this, Ben. <clears throat> I think Arazarena is going to win this. He's got 30 seconds to hit four to tie and five to win. Can he do it? Are we going to tie it and go to a swing-off like we talked about, Vin? I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he's watching this. He's going, uh-oh. Everybody's like, in Major League Baseball, is going to like, listen, dude. You only can hit four. You can't hit five. 
Joe, did you notice in the beginning of the home run derby when they were announcing the players, they were giving off every player's stats up until when they were announced in the home run derby? Yeah, didn't didn't he get Luis Roberts' home run total wrong as well? They got everyone's wrong if they hit a home run since being announced in the home run derby. So oh. like when when we the day we found out Lou Bob had um the day we found out Lou Bob was in the home run derby, he had 24 home runs. Hmm. He hit two since. So they said 24, not 26. The same thing with Rushman. He hit one yesterday. And so they said 11, though. He really has 12. I uh, I didn't notice, but I thought the way they handled that was very strange. The yes. whole walking out with the whole thing and the fire and like the graphic on the bottom and the top it seemed a little crazy overboard. But hey, yeah. you know, to each their own, I guess. Yeah, it, it's just it's so Seattle. I guess. Like, hey, we're big, too. All I know is after you talked about all those wings, now I'm hungry for wings. Yes. Absolutely. I honestly think those are top five wings I've ever had. Wow, that's bold. Yep. Next time I'm at a Cubs game, I think it'll be a must, <laughs> post-game post or pre-game or both. They had last winter for my birthday, my wife took me to Journeyman Distillery here in Three Oaks, Michigan. And they have a wing that's like a Asian buffalo whatever. I can't even tell you what it was on it. They were incredible. Top five wing. Oh, Rosalina is going to do it, I think. Oh, let's see. We got 23. There's 24. Oh, no, it didn't go. Oh, he's not going to do it. Oh, so close, Finn. Oh, no. A couple of those missed the fence by like this much. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is your 2023 home run derby champion. Slim margin over Randy Arozarena. And Arozarena, man, he was about two or three of those were so close to the fence. Oh, that's tough. That's tough, man. I, that's a tough pill to swallow. And Vladdy did it. And he's putting on the jacket, which uh, I usually say only for the Masters. That jacket looks like it might need to be hemmed a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, for sure. And let's be honest, it's probably the ugliest suit jacket I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Well, what a derby, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people will critique Major League Baseball for not having any of the, not having a handful of huge stars in this. Um, but you know what? Isn't that what it's all about, Vin? Is you're getting trying to get some different people in it year after year. You don't want to have the same guys in it over and over again. I mean, sure, would I love to have Otani? Absolutely. But is Otani going to do it? No. Like, no. And Otani's body goes through so much, too. On a daily basis, like, yeah, why, why bother doing this? Yeah, um, I, I do think I'm, Jake Berger would have fucking won this thing. <clears throat> yeah, he would have had some pop. Um, 
because it's home runner bust for him anyway. So like, that's the type of player who I think succeeds in this tournament. But um, I'm getting Peter Alonso fatigue now, just because he won it twice doesn't mean I need to see him lose in the first round every year for the rest of his career. Um, obviously Vladimir Guerrero Jr. will be in it again next year. Um, oh yeah. It'll all depend on who's leading the league in home runs, too. I mean, Peter Alonso is tied with Lou Bob for third in the league in home runs. Uh, would have been cool to have Matt Olson. I think that's crazy that he's not in it. Yeah. Um, of the Atlanta Braves. But, I mean, hey, it, it always does end up seeing seem to be exciting. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bats, man. I'd love to see. I mean, even a guy... You know, like Aaron Judge, if he were healthy, you know, would be great. I know he's done it in the past. Yep. Has Aaron Judge won? One moment, please. Home run derby. I want to say Aaron Judge has won once. Here's a complete list. Yes, he has. Uh, 2017, he won. Yeah, that makes sense. So in 15, you had Todd Frazier, 16, Stanton, 17, Aaron Judge, then Bryce Harper, Pete Alonzo. 2020, there, there was no derby due to COVID. 2021, Pete Alonzo. And, of course, last year, Juan Soto. I'm trying to think of any of the names on here. Uh, Luis Gonzalez. Won it in 2001, and the reason I bring that up is because the White Sox drafted his son in the, for the first-round pick in the draft the other day. An infielder is an interesting choice, Finn. Yes, absolutely. It was an interesting choice. I actually – people are going to be annoyed with me for saying this. I don't love the pick. I don't love it either. But it's also like, what do I know? I'm not an MLB scout. I don't get paid to be an MLB scout. I don't write like an MLB scout. You know, Southside Showdown is very much not a site that is just dedicated to prospects all the time. I, I do my fair share of prospect coverage. Make no mistake about it. But, like, I'm not balls deep in college <laughs> baseball or what's going Like, it's hard. It's probably the you hardest are. sport to do that with, too. You know, I love watching yeah. college baseball in the – college world series and whatnot but like i don't know the ins and outs of old miss's rotation and the infield production of texas or anything like that like it's hard enough i i do it pretty well for hockey but hockey's a little bit different these guys will impact the league quicker and um you know it's just different hello to gabe in the chat yeah he says it was a great home run derby gabe did you yeah. win any money you said you were going to bet on it. I'm assuming you bet on Luba, but did you bet on anybody else? Yeah, I hope Gabe won himself some money betting on Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the Spanish-speaking Canadian. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, I'm guess, pretty sure it's Vladimir, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is a Canadian citizen because he was born while Poppy was playing for the, for the Expos? Uh, Expos. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case. The non-existent Expos? If I could bring back any team in any sport, everybody knows I'm a hockey guy. Everybody knows I love football just as much as baseball. If I could bring back any team in any sport, it would be the Montreal Expos. Their logo was sweet. 
their logo is sweet. And I know how freaking weird Montreal people are about sports. Like, just freaking weirdos up there. And I, I think them leaving was unfair. And I wouldn't get rid of the Nationals. I think baseball has a spot in our nation's capital. But um, bring back the Expos somehow. Some way, somehow. Expansion. No relocation. I hate relocation. Oh, you're going to see one soon with the A's. I know, and I hate it. I really, really do. I, I want baseball everywhere. I want hockey everywhere. I want as many people to be as dumb about this as me. It's just fun. I think I'm excited to see a baseball team in Vegas. The, the, oh, me the, too. The position of the stadium is interesting to me. Have you heard about this at all, Ben? Um, the, Tropicana, the Tropicana Hotel on the Strip uh, is apparently where the stadium is going to be. They're going to knock that dump down, and I've been talking about that dump for a long time. It's a dump. Um, and they're going to put a stadium there, it sounds like. So uh, that'd be a great spot, really easy to get to. Uh, I think it would make the strip a nightmare during baseball games, but that's beside the point. Um, but that'd be cool. I've never been to Vegas. Is it out of line to say when is the strip not a nightmare in terms of like volume yeah. of people? I'm just, it just depends on how they set it all up, right? Because like, think of it this way there's like, a, the strip is like the main drag, right? And sure, there's some side streets off of it, whatever. But getting up to that point is like when it starts to get busy, it turns into more. The strip kind of like it's after you hit that point, you kind of get all the nice hotels and it, and they're they were originally like the first dumpish area. It's crossed like MGM Grand. Uh, it might work. I think they just have to figure out how they're going to handle the traffic. I do think it would be a great, easy place to go to see a game if you're in Vegas. So I'd probably go to the first inaugural season regardless. <laughs> um, but the Strip isn't always a nightmare, Vin. But uh, I think it would be a consistent nightmare with all those games. That makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. Well, I hope – I mean – Football's king everywhere. Um, oh, yeah. There's no such thing as a bad, like, you know, nobody ever says it's a small market for an NFL team. They say it for hockey and baseball all the time. You know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they play in a small market, so it's impressive what they do. Or right. the Oakland A's, when they were really good a couple years ago, like, oh, that's a small market team. They win without spending. There's no small market in the NFL. Like, nobody's. Nobody's begging the Jacksonville Jaguars to spend money because they're probably the smallest market NFL team. Um, you know, that stadium's filled every single Sunday. So, like, football was always going to thrive in Vegas. I think the Golden Knights' success tells me what I need to know about the potential baseball team's success. Yeah, people are always looking for something to do in Vegas. You know, if they had day games, too. I think you got to make sure that you have a dome on it, though. It's the, I mean, you would have to in the desert, right? I would think so. I'm, a retractable roof would be ideal, which that's always ideal. But yeah, that's true. And then you can get the skyline and all that stuff, or the Vegas Strip and all that. Yeah. By the way, we have to figure that out, man. Uh, you got to get on it, talk to Katie. Yeah, for sure. There are multiple visits to vegas that i want to make in the next handful of years here so i've never been i talked to my wife and i was like 
Yeah, you know, the Blackhawks are coming. You know, Vinny's the hockey guys. A lot of teams coming out that way. She goes, okay, but uh, significant others are coming too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no doubt. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to go have a good time. Oh, yeah. That certainly would be fun. I Again, I've never been there, and I've only ever heard people going and having the time of their life. So, And now that sports are involved, that makes it even more appealing to me. Yeah, Vinny, I don't think you'd ever want to go home. Yeah, I know. It's funny because people used to say, you know, you can only go for four days. Yeah, Otherwise, that's pretty good. Yeah, but like, I don't see myself being bored at, or not bored, tired. No, no, no. Four days. So that's not why people say you don't go for more than four days. Money. Then. Otherwise, you'll never, <laughs> you'll never financially recover, or you'll just gamble yourself into a hole or you won't know when to stop. It's yada, yada, yada. So. For sure. For sure. I, I will say, so I've been to Nashville a bunch and Nashville is very much diet Vegas from, I haven't been to Vegas to make the comparison, but in I terms of like party atmosphere, Nashville is like, I, it's my favorite party city in the world that I've been to so far. And by the fourth day, you're like, I'm reliving the same day over and over again. It's like groundhog day. It's literally like Groundhog Day or 51st States. Like you're just living the same 24 hours. You're hearing the same Shania Twain, Taylor Swift, um, you know, five or six, seven, eight songs that every band charges you $20 to their Venmo to play anyway. I will tell you this, Vin. You will not have a day in Vegas that feels the same as the next. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, yeah. I can promise you that. That makes sense. Yeah, and it's funny. The draft is – the NHL draft is in Vegas next year too. Oh, is which it? Which that will obviously uh, be a party over there. Yeah, man. When is the draft? Oh, I don't know if there's an exact date set for it, but it'll be sometime in mid-June. Uh, it's too, it's too, too hot. No, thanks. Yeah, the Hawks will have a very high pick again, but I don't know if they'll have the number one pick by any means. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll go before we'll go before the draft. So the key is to try to go between January and March. Even April's okay. Because it's yeah. still not it's not insane desert territory yet. For sure. I didn't even really <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't even really think about that in terms of like a weather standpoint. I mean, it is in the middle of the desert, so. Because I like to walk. I like to go casino to casino, hit the spots, hit the restaurants, see it all. I like to go on foot as much as I can. Obviously, there's so there's some things that look like they're close, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. And isn't it like a couple miles long? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, the strip's long. So, obviously, there's going to be Ubers taken and stuff, too. But you know, I like to walk. You can't – I did July once. I won't do it again. I walked casino to casino. Right next door, I was outside maybe three or four minutes, Vin. I was drenched in sweat. And I was sunburned from three minutes. Wow. Is there a lot of places to, like – Go for a dip somewhere, though. I feel like that is a thing there. There's oh yeah, every hotel's got a pool. I don't usually do the pools when I go out there. I usually just 
no, I gamble. I walk around, go casino to casino. I'm, I'm an adventurer. I'm not to say I would never have a pool day in Vegas, man. We just turned into the Vegas show all of a sudden. <laughs> I could, yeah, I could talk about like different cities I want to visit and what I want to do in them. I could make an own podcast about that with a different city each episode. There you go. That could be fun. But uh, is Katie watching right now? I don't know, actually. If you're watching, Katie, you should uh, confront Vinny and say, hey, we're going to Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. We will get the ball rolling on that. I'm, I'm always down. And then we'll figure it out. We'll plan it out far enough in advance. You know, Absolutely. two, three days. Maybe we can try to do midweek so, you know, we can get, maybe get a little bit of a deal. Deal's always nice. <laughs> Vegas midweek, that's the tip. Like, don't get me wrong. I like a weekend in Vegas as much as the next guy. But uh, as you can imagine, Vin, weekend rates are much different than weekday rates. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I'd be cool with a weekday. And I, I mean, get more I, comps during the week and all that stuff. So Vegas feels like a place where like does the weekend even exist? Oh yeah. If you're there, is it just a week a weekend always? That's fair. But no, I it still exists. There's people that come in from California, they fly in for Friday, Saturday, go home Sunday, or go home Monday. It's a different town on the weekends, busier, but Vegas is still great during the week. So Hell just yeah. gotta say. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I got myself talking about vacations because I'm like Jones in for a vacation. <laughs> yeah. I, I and like when we get to the dead of winter, I'm always thinking about like where can I go where it's warm for a day. So might have to make that happen sooner than later. Although right now the weather outside is quite fine here in Illinois, but we don't Same have much. Here. We don't have I hate to say it, it's July tenth. Got about six weeks left of like really, really nice weather. That's true. Pretty much up until the end of baseball season is when it kind of yeah. starts to taper off. Starts yep. to get cold during playoffs and then and then that's it. Yep. I wore a long sleeve shirt under my Moncada jersey to the blackout game. Oh, there you go. That yeah, was I'm what, sure October, I did too. October I wore a hoodie. Seventh. Something like that. I might have wore a South Burb Sitman hoodie now that I think about it. Yeah, you got to sit in your Section 155 seats, didn't you? I was close. I don't remember where I was. But yeah. I was in the vicinity. I'm glad I stopped buying my seat, my partial ticket package because I did it at the right time. Literally right at the right time. Because like part of the, the best perk of having season tickets is playoff, playoff bids. They're like, they called me. They're like, we want to know why you didn't renew. I'm like, well, you guys didn't do anything in the off season. So I'm just not excited about the team. I don't think that you guys are going to be, you know, great unless you make some moves. I'm like, oh, well, these, she started talking about like all the play, like Andrew Benatendi and Mike Clevenger. And this was in the middle of all the Clevenger drama too. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I just think need more needs to be done. If you guys change things up, I might come back in the future, but. For now, I'm going to hit two or three games and, and call it good. Just so dumb. Like, how dumb do they think we are? That's what pisses me off. And, uh, like, on a level you don't, un- like, nobody understands. Like, Clevenger? Really? You're going to try and sell me Clevenger right now. You know, I think uh, 
I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure that person was aware of. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm more saying someone told her to say that. Like she's got notes in front of her. Yeah. Like it's the White Sox who create these notes for their season ticket reps to say. Yeah. Well, actually, they they, they might have known about that because what are you you're going to tell me? Nobody else all week told them the same thing that I did. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, spend money on the team and. Don't kick people out of the stadium right when the game ends who are trying to take pictures in front of the field. Make people feel at home. Don't don't tell people the bar crawls open till five, but at four o'clock say, Oh, if you weren't here on time, you can't get in now on a Friday when people work. Like mm-hmm. the the White Sox just do so many things wrong. Yeah. It's like, don't beg me to have season tickets. Get out of my face with that. They're doing a Vizzy crawl soon yeah they're fun don't get me wrong and you get a sick hat yeah i got Um, one of those that you gave me i think yeah yeah they're cool they're always cool i have two of them i have the gray one from 2021 and the black one from last year i I doubt i get the one from this year that reminds me i got something for you when i see you oh i can't wait i'm going bucky list to the game that we're going to together got little baseballs in the bottom Oh, I love it. I, I will be wearing that hat during, before, during, and after that game. Very sexy. Very sexy indeed. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to make a, a stop at the tailgate to. That's fine. Take some pictures and hang out for a bit. That'll be cool. Yes, I will have to get there early because I have to get an early. I'm one of those guys that waits in line early for my bobblehead. So gotta get the bobblehead. That too. It's Dylan Cease, so. Yes. Which Dylan Cease will be there. Yes, he will. Damn it. Hopefully. Oh, Indiana Jones, Indiana Vaughn. Yeah. Very good. Dun, 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 dun. I like that little White Sox logo on the side. Yeah, me too. It's nice. It's sharp. You know, the no matter. the baseball. Yeah. No matter how much the White Sox suck on the field, they always look good. Like Luis Robert Jr. in that White Sox uniform, the White Sox uniform just meshes so well against the other MLB uniforms. Like it always just looks so sharp. Um, The logo's nice. The colors are nice. It's just I would love to see those nice colors not be infuriating. I got a hookup for that bobblehead, which I'll be getting here soon as well for the latest Blue Bob. And spoiler alert to our listeners, this is you're hearing it here first, we will be giving away a Luis Robert Jr. bobblehead coming up soon. More details to come when we figure out a fun way to do that. Absolutely. I'm excited about that. And keep tuning in, people. We've been giving away stuff like that for a while. so That's right. And we reacted to the home run derby tonight. We talked about some Las Vegas action. It's an interesting day in sports, Vinny. Lots of other stuff going on, too. Pat Fitzgerald fired from the Northwestern Wildcats. That's That whole story is crazy. Yeah, I, I'm. It's, it's shocking. I'm torn on it because there are people convinced he was set up. And there are people that convinced that this stuff actually went down. And I was like, normally I lean on the side of like, yeah, I guarantee it actually went down. 
But like, I don't know. I mean, Northwestern firing him, it kind of speaks volumes of where it's at. Yeah, I mean, he was their guy for so long. Yeah. But and they wanted to suspend him, but then all these journalists had all this dirt on him, and then they finally fired him. Uh, reminder to people, this is a guy that was on the Bears head coach list yep. a couple years ago who now might not ever work again as a coach. Yeah, crazy. I mean, it is crazy. And Fitzgerald, he's done some good things football-wise with Northwestern, but obviously some off-the-field issues cost him his job. And you're right, it could cost him forever. And if all these things are true, that's just horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to hear more because I always like Pat Fitzgerald. I, uh, I was at two or three games when he threw out the first pitch and everyone went wild, so – Again, I, I'm not defending or not defending. I'm just me too stating stating fact. I'm kind of right in the middle right now until we learn more. Obviously, he got fired for a reason. I don't think Northwestern are dummies, so I'm interested to find out more details. But uh, I was shocked when I found that news out today. Me too, absolutely stunned. It was like later in the afternoon too, so it wasn't just a Friday news dump. Like it's kind of right in the middle of the hot social media time. So it is what it is. I guess we'll see what happens going forward. It is what it is, and we will see. But in non-sport-related stuff, Finn, before we get out of here, tomorrow and then Wednesday, our Amazon Prime Day. It's like the day where everyone buys everything on Amazon, get deals and stuff. The number one coolest thing that I've seen so far is you have to sign up for this and get selected. I don't know if you've seen this, Finn. You can get a 43-inch... Amazon Fire TV for 99 bucks if you sign up and you get selected. All you have to do is go to the website right now, pick it, select it, and if you get picked, you're going to get an email and you can buy a TV for 100 bucks. I have the older version of that TV and it's very nice. So, uh it's not some shitty TV. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no that that is cool. How much did you say it was? It'd be 99 bucks if you get selected. Wow. That's quite a deal. Yeah, I think I originally paid three twenty-five or something. Yeah, I mean that that's certainly a discount. <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm sure they're launching a new version of it soon, which is probably why they're going on sale. But I still for ninety nine bucks. Yeah, you gotta give it a try. Yeah, I'll be on Amazon too much tomorrow. I probably end up buying next to nothing, but who knows? I did go to a flea market on the 4th of July in to, uh, in, in, uh, Shipshawana, which is like Amish country. They mm-hmm. have this really awesome flea market. I found some white Sox stuff. Actually. Yeah. What white Sox thing can you find at a flea market? Oh, this is a huge framed photo of the World Series newspaper on the Tribune. All right, so there's wow. one. That is way cool. Like, I was expecting you to show me something way cool anyway. And that, like, exceeded my expectations. And wait until you see this. These are World Series replica tickets from each World Series the White Sox have been in. Oh, that's badass. With little coins on it. That's amazing. 
Hell yeah, man. I was a happy camper. I mean, you don't just go to a flea market and was it in Michigan? Uh, it's in Indiana. In, oh, in it's in Indiana. Okay. Still though, I don't know if I'm going to a flea market in Indiana expecting to see like outrageously cool White Sox memorabilia. There was a whole sports memorabilia store with all this cool stuff that I was like, wow. They had the same ticket thing for the Bears Super Bowl as well. And I thought about it, but I was like, I was going to get White Sox stuff. Yeah. So that's cool. I love the Chicago Tribune picture. I have that newspaper somewhere. Yeah, me too. But it's like a nice print. It's a big frame. And I'm like, "This this is sick. It looked like HD type stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's cleaner. It's a lot cleaner than my uh let's see, let me do the math. 18 19 year old newspaper, 20 years, 19. I think next yeah. year's 20. Next year's 20, which makes me want to puke cuz they're not even close. Makes me feel real old, Vin. Yeah, it makes me feel old too. But like it the f- we're going to be 20 years removed and not another one like even close to being in sight. That's that's disgusting. That's crazy. Well, you never know. Maybe things will magically turn around. They'll fire Kenny. They'll hire uh, John Bon Jovi as their next GM. Cool. We're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Uh, I was working on that one too long in my brain. About 10 seconds too long. That's actually really funny. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, Vin. I I didn't give it a much thought at all, being completely honest with you. <laughs> that makes it even funnier. <laughs> Although I did get this award for my daughter on Father's Day. It says Super Dad. So Oh, cool. I'll take this. Like I'll the, take that. Looks like that the award. silver surfer with a cape. There you go. That's my favorite superhero, by the way. Oh, is it something? really? You want to see something else cool, Vin? Sorry, you said Silver Surfer. I got to show you. No, I'm always down to see cool things. Oh, is that the Silver Surfer with Spider? Oh, it is. Who is it signed by, Vin? Don't even tell me. Is that Stan Lee's signature? Yes, it is. That's incredible. That might be the coolest thing you have. Screw all the White Sox shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i love spider-man i love the silver surfer and it's a great it's not a great grade it's a five and a half but still it's cool you definitely can't get any more of these signatures yeah no you definitely cannot not not fresh at least Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh you brought up silver surfer and it made me think about that now I'm going to have someone break into my house and steal my Silver Surfer. I mean, they would have to know exactly where you live and be so mad at one of your baseball takes. You thought they should do what with Louise Robert? You said that you should cut Louise Robert and now you're rooting him on in the home run derby? Oh my God. Saying, so oh people. my God. <laughs> there are still people mad at me about the whole trade Louise Robert thing. It was because he was talented, but sucked. Because he, it was true. Things can change, you know. I know people. I know people have, are unable to, uh, like, let facts coming out change their opinions. Mm-hmm. They just have to die on certain hills. 
But we'll um, say this, Finn. I, I do think Pedro Grafal deserves to come back for a second season just because of the way that he handled Luis Robert. I agree. There's no point in firing him. I mean, Luis Robert, you could argue, wouldn't have broken out. He wouldn't have done all this stuff without him being benched. He was playing good before that, not discounting him at all. Mm-hmm. It kicked, it hit another level after after he got benched. One hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. So at the time, yeah, they should have cut him. <laughs> no, I don't stand by that anymore. But I felt it at the time, and I was very mad. So yeah, I mean, when you see your like superstar running to first base with zero effort, gingerly, just and they they stink. They they were in the middle. I think that was lost eight in a row. If I remember correctly, that sounds right. It was against it was against the Rays, and it was a Saturday. Actually, it might have was it lost ten? Because maybe the very next day, the Sunday is when they ended the streak. Yes. Oh, you're right. They ended the streak when I was at that game, and it was in the pouring rain. Yep. Wow. Then the night the night before was the tenth loss in a row, and Robert not running to first base. Uh, the Devils got smoked by the Rangers in Game Six. And the Rangers forced Game Seven, and the Devils had to go out and win Game Seven a couple days after that. Oh, I remember! Oh, my sports memory—it's there. It, it works. Yeah, why can I remember that stuff, but nothing else? <laughs> Literally, me too. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I can remember before. other stuff, but like, I don't I know the date of anything. Bat. Yeah, I don't know the dates of anything coming up. But like the other day, I was watching. Uh, what was there was something I was watching. Oh, someone on someone on Twitter put every goal that someone I forget who it was on the Devils scored this season, and I like remembered where I was and whether or not I was watching it on my phone, a TV, or laptop that day. Nice, <laughs> but I gave my wife a detailed breakdown yesterday, Vinny, of where I was when the White Sox won the World Series. And what happened immediately after? I was barefoot at a high school party because I was pacing back and forth watching it. And then they won it, and we ran out the front door with me and some random kid at the party, one of my friends, I don't know. And then I got in my crappy 88 Oldsmobile and sped around town blaring my horn so loud to the point where my horn wouldn't work anymore. That's outstanding. You see, you were at a great age for that. I was 11. Yeah, I think I was 16, I think. Oh, man, that's fun. You got, you got to be at a high school party for it? I was 11. I watched every World Series game with my dad in the basement of our house at the time. And then, like, I went to fifth grade the next day. Like, <laughs> that sucks. If the White Sox won the World Series now... I, I think I would lose my mind. And <clears throat> I want them to win the World Series or the Devils to win the Stanley Cup before I turn 40. So that way I can, like, truly be in my physical prime for, like, one championship. Because I have yeah. one championship in my life that I claim. Because <clears throat> the Devils have won the Cup three times in my life. But I was zero, six and eight wow and so i don't remember any of those I, I wasn't even really a hockey fan at the time blackhawks weren't on tv their home games 
and the Devils weren't my favorite team yet. And the White Sox in 05, I remember very vividly. Um, Because people remember things from being 11 years old. Um, And then the Bears the following season, but they they didn't finish it off. So I remember that vividly too. Yeah. And like, I liked the Hawks. I was happy when they won in 10, 13 and 15. I went to two of the three parades because I wanted to be, you know, in viewing distance of the Stanley cup. But you know, I don't claim those championships. Those don't belong to me. Yeah. Going to that white Sox parade was really cool. I still remember it. You got to go to that. My dad went, we were, we, we didn't, he didn't take us out of school to go. I mean, who pulls their fifth grader out? I mean, I would have. Thanks, yeah, I Dad. Would, I would too. Would parade without me. Cool. <laughs> Only kidding. Partially. Partially. See, and we ran the gamut. We talked about so much random stuff tonight, Vinny. It's been great. And uh, we started a little bit later than we usually do, but we tried to get tail end of the Derby coverage, and we reacted to it. Vlad Guerrero Jr., your champion. Luis Robert made it to the second round and lost. Put on a show in the first, though. So, hello world, says Luis Robert. And we didn't do the rest of our regular show because why not? We'll talk about the Derby instead. Uh, We will be back next week. Uh, At the moment, we do not have a guest that I'm aware of. Unless we do change and find one, then we will notify you guys via the social medias. Um, But I can announce... On the 22nd, I believe that's the date if I look at my calendar, Two mon- uh, 24th, I'm sorry, <clears throat> two weeks from today, I will not be on the show, but in my place, hosting, producing, will be Aldo Gandia with Vinny Parisi and Steven Zim Zimmerman, and we have a very special guest, the one, the only, Mike North will be joining the show. I will be in New York City with my wife. So we'll probably be at a dinner with her her work folks on that night. But I will tune in when I get back if you guys are still on the air. But uh, Mike North, radio legend here in Chicago, a visionary. I mean, what more can we say? Mike North changed the game for sports radio. Changed the game for sports radio. Um, my natural rival. Okay, this guy still owes me money. Um, the Italians are going to get him in the gangway if he doesn't freaking chill. No, I'm totally joking. That's an old joke I have with Mike North going back to when I first joined the Barroom Network and he had no clue who the hell me and my brother were. <clears throat> and he thought we were hilarious because we screamed at each other about hockey. Um, so, you know, you make your name in this world somehow. Um, he did it through hot dogs and sports. So... Talk about that rise to fame, man. It's, it's why they're making it into a movie, and he's got a new podcast coming up on the network. I'm sure you can hear, find out more about it Wes, when he's on the show with us in a few weeks. Um, I wish I could be here for it, but of course it's it fell to the week that I'm not going to be here, but that's okay. Looking forward to see what you guys bring to the table. I'm sure it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be weird to watch a show without me on it. So <laughs> I, I think agree. it might be the first one that I've sat out in uh, – Three years, I think. I remember I Maybe hosted one. one. I hosted one. I just remember saying the White Sox brothers in arms thing once. <laughs> that, that's how I remember. 
You know that line I just made up off the top of my head one day, and it just kind of stuck? I feel like that's how most intros go. Like, it just, so, for Bar Down, I say, what's up and welcome back to Bar Down Talking Hockey. That pays homage to my favorite podcast that no longer exists, Section 10. It was a Red Sox podcast with Jared Carabas and Steve Peralt. Well, Steve Peralt moved on to Bleacher Report. Carabas moved on to... Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. So they each have their own Red Sox podcast now. But, um, you know, that line just died with uh, Section 10. But I keep it going with Bar Down. And then I remember when the intro was loading for Crosstown Crosstalk one day, I was like, F, I forgot to think of a intro here. I'm like, oh, no, what do I do? I can't just say what's up and welcome. I can't recreate the Bar Down one. The timer ends, and I go, hello, and welcome. And it's stuck ever since. It's stuck ever since. So Crosstown Crosstalk is hello and welcome, and that's how it goes. That's it, man. It's just top top of the dome sometimes. Yep. Like, What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of South Burbs Hitman. I'm your host, Joe Mandel, and I'm joined by my White Sox brothers-in-arms, Vinny Parisi and Steven Zim Zimmerman. And I could just do that with my eyes closed now, so... Uh, that's apparently I'm, yeah and apparently i'm gonna be doing a voiceover for major league baseball they want me to do that do that disclaimer for disseminated rights or whatever it is yeah express written <laughs> consent express written consent of major league baseball that's right <laughs> if you're listening guys i'm available that's all I know that's you're funny. not listening, but that's all right. <laughs> at, this, at this point, if they listen through the whole thing, they'd find a way to sue us for something. But that's I just realized right. you're wearing an Old Navy flag shirt, Vinny, and that's like the most American throwback of all time, the Old Navy flag We shirt. made these. This is a plain white T-shirt with a printed-on one. We had a bar crawl that was Old Navy shirt-themed. Ah, so guess who didn't go buy two fresh Old Navy shirts? Not us. We made our own, and I put the year I was born on mine, and she put the year she was born on hers. And who's older? You know, um, not so me. You're, you're like uh, you're like the anti cougar. Yes, yes. And or you could funny. or you could say that or you could say she's a cougar. Yes, yes. But technically, there's got to be a certain maybe that's the wrong thing to say because you have to be a certain older age to be a cougar. And I don't. Yeah, I, I think, don't you think have, Katie you falls should, into that. No, she doesn't. Two years doesn't make you oh, that. that they, right. Yeah, it's two years. It's ninety two. I'm robbing the, the cradle. Well, I got five might, years on my wife. So yeah, that. Yeah, you're robbing the cradle for sure. My, oh, my dad's seven years older than my mom, so that's really robbing the cradle. But like when you're a fully grown nice adult, job, it's, Mr. Not, Parisi. <laughs> it's not weird when you're like that much older. Like yeah, yeah. When you're an adult, it's yeah, it's, it gets weird when you got someone that's like David Foster and Catherine McPhee. Yes, you know that's gross. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I also. It's prob- It's closer to three years. I'm barely a 94 birthday. December 9th. I made it in 94 with like 20 days to spare. So all my friends were born in 95. So all my friends that I graduated with, I should say. 94 is a good year. It is. It is. The 2013 NHL draft. 
Very, very, very good. I'm trying to think. Tim Anderson was 2013 for the White Sox, I believe. Yeah, well, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> yeah, it's not working out great. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd be having this conversation at the start of the season? But here we are. Not me. We've really run the gamut and talked about literally everything under the sun in this show. It's been fun. We could talk about water bottles and remote controls for four hours, and nobody can convince me otherwise. Bullshit detected. Take precautions. That was a very seductive pushing of the bullshit button right there. I... You said random stuff, and I was like, oh, I got a bullshit button right here. Why not? It always says something different. Ironically, you know who likes pushing that button the most? I'm going to get, ooh, so you have two options. Well, three if you include your dog. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with your daughter. Yeah, my daughter is obsessed with pushing yeah, the bullshit that's button. that's funny. One day she's going to click it, understand what it means, and go, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she'll be like, eh, bullshit. <laughs> and you're going to be like, uh, oh, you're grounded. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, good job, kid. Good job. Yeah. Taking after pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what happens when you do a, a non-scripted reaction to the home run derby. So congratulations to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. on winning the thing. Our guy, Luis Robert Jr., with a great performance in the first round. Just a stunning comeback to beat Adley Rushman. Um. Odd to think about Adley Rushman and Luis Robert Jr. are both 25 years old. Really? But, oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy because Robert's been in the league just a tad bit longer. But, you know, it is what it is. It's been a good show. I've enjoyed it with you. I enjoyed it too, Van. It's been fun. And, of course, uh, before we get out of here, I want to give a shout-out to our co-host, Steven Zim Zimmerman. Couldn't make it tonight. Um, we hope everything is good, man. I'm sure we'll see you back here next week. And we'll figure out what we're doing next show. We don't really have a plan just yet, but maybe it'll figure itself out over the course of the week. But I know Crosstown's coming up quickly as well. Um, We got a couple ideas. Obviously, the week of Crosstown, we got Mike North, and you guys will probably talk about it a little bit. But we'll see what's going on there, Vin. Uh, Before we get out of here, you want to do some shout-outs, Vin? Yeah, of course. Katie, my girlfriend, I love you very much. Um, It's been a fun week. We had a wedding. Um, we had that Ooh. old Navy bar crawl. So just a lot of fun times, a lot of memories, and I cherish them. I love you too, Vinny. We should go to Vegas together. Whoa, great, great idea, Katie. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why Katie sounds like Jimmy Stewart, but. Uh... Yeah. Shay, what do you want, Vinny? You want to go to Vegas? Oh, just say the word. I'll take a lash. I'll pour it down for you. You do that very well. It's not going to take much convincing, like. We'll get this done. We'll get that planned. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you like my Jimmy Stewart, by the way. I do it every year for my wife for Christmas, and I can, can't get out of it. And she, it's great for like five minutes for her, and then I just do it all holiday season, and it's like, oh, my God. Then she wants to punch you in the face. Yeah, probably. Same thing. I'll slip into Kermit randomly, and it's just like, no, please. She's <laughs> like, no, please, no more Kermit. hey Kermit the Frog here. hey that's impressive. I do. Now you owe her an extra nice shout out, though. Oh yeah, of course. I always, I always lead off with that, but I should do it in my Kermit voice. She, <laughs> please do. Uh, 
this is all for the entertainment folks and my lovely wife if you do listen to this afterwards i love you but before i do that i'm going to flip into my kermit voice and do my shout outs hey i want to give a wonderful shout out to my lovely wife Catherine, and my beautiful daughter audrey i love you and my great dane maverick you are truly the rainbow connection <clears throat> all right sorry back to the normal voice now shout out to my beautiful wife Catherine, I love you. My daughter, Audrey, the sweetest little thing in the world, running all over the place, Vinny talking up a storm. She dances now and says, I love you. It uh, melts your soul in a good way. That's outstanding. I love to hear that. Yeah. And uh, she'll look at, point at our pictures, and she'll like, Mama. Dada, mama, dada, dada. You know, it's the best. Uh, my great Dane Maverick, of course, he's hilarious and one of a kind, one in a billion. I looked at him outside today. He was in the yard sun tanning. I let him go out. He's in the back of the yard just by himself. A big old great Dane. Let me get about 130 pounds, all right? On his back, feet up in the air, smiling. Sun tanning. You can't make this stuff up, then. That's impressive. Well, and he was enjoying every second of it too. I was gonna say, you know, great things. They need a good tan every now and again. Yeah, I guess. I think he just was happy as could be. That's what life is, right there. To to be a dog that happy, I think in my next life I want to come back to be a good a dog that lives with a good family. And see what that's all about, because I could do absolutely, that. yeah, absolutely. That was a really long-winded shout out, and there was way too much Kermit the Frog in it, but not enough. I, pol- Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I apologize. You might need a little bit of Christopher Walken too. How you doing, Christopher Walken here? How are you? You're like revealing a whole new talent to me that I didn't know you had. You've imitated like five people like really well. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. There's someone in my house on my birthday eating my birthday cake. Dude. (laughs) Like. Going way off the deep end tonight. You're damn good at that. I got my couple, my couple solid ones. I go, you know, go Jim, Jimmy Stewart. I do Kermit. I do Arnold. Um, Who else did I do? Uh, Walking. Those are kind of like my go-tos, you know. What about Yoda? I do a Yoda, but it's... Mm. (laughs) Sock do the White Sox. Mm. Blow they do. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. We've gone off the deep end. It's 11.35 my time. My wife's probably sleeping, as is my dog and daughter. And I'm doing Yoda, talking about how the White Sox suck. At the uh, same time. At the same time. I still have to uh, bring the garbage to the curb. Oh, nice. I have to not get eaten by a coyote bringing garbage to a curb. If you get eaten by a coyote, Vin, that would be like the most unlucky thing to happen to anybody. I know. I know. <laughs> bringing your garbage out at like 1045 at night on a on a Monday and a coyote eats you. <laughs> yeah, in a suburb of Chicago, not freaking like the forests of Brazil. Yeah, 
I don't think a coyote's going to eat you, but just a hunch. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking any bets on that. This is a completely random, but it made me think of this. Uh, we took my daughter to the zoo yesterday, and we went to get lunch, and we're eating at the little zoo cafe. And somebody goes to throw away their garbage, and like it's in one of those garbage containers, you know. Mm-hmm. And they push it open, and the, someone jumps back, and then a raccoon pops his head out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, my pants would have been wet on both sides. Like, not even close. No shame. Yeah. I. Uh, it was funny to watch, but if it happened to me, I probably would have pooped my pants. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's and that's exactly how we conclude, conclude the show. But, again, congrats to Luis Robert for advancing to the second round of the Derby. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for winning the Derby. Shout out to everyone that hung out in the chat with us all night long, and especially Aldo Gandia, the barkeeper. We appreciate you letting us do what we do every single week. For the South Burb Setman, I'm Joe Mandel. The guy in the old Navy shirt is Vinny Parisi, and somewhere in the Death Star in the distance is Steven Zim Zimmerman. We will see you guys next week after another exhilarating week of White Sox baseball. As always, let's go White Sox. Thank <laughs> you.